Hey everyone, welcome to the Geek Awakens, where the talk is geekier than taking a week off of a podcast to kept up, catch up on shows you missed. Uh, joining me tonight is Matt. I definitely didn't get that done. Tabitha. Yeah, me either. And Lydia. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, <laughs> and I missed, um, it was a thing specifically for me and a little bit for Pickett, uh, and the reason why I'm bringing this up now um, is because on Monday night... Um, the two of us met up with uh, Jeremy Geckner from The Front Row and Jeremy Bailey from Lincoln's Legends and did a Geek Year in Review podcast. That'll be coming out soonish. Okay. We will we will let you know when uh, when it comes out. It was a really fun time, um, really good discussion. So yeah, nice. Yeah, nice little nice little cheap plug. So um, speaking of cheap plugs, so a lot. Don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we almost wondered where you were going with it for a second. <laughs> LodgeCon is coming up next month, um, and don't really have a whole lot to talk about with it, but just the fact that it's like almost a here. month away. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, little, a month away. Uh, a month away today. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Well, a month yesterday. Oh, yeah, a month yesterday. Away, yeah. I mean, it'll still be going on a month. From today, today. yeah, we'll be coming home at this point in a month from today. So this was a journey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that took way too long to get to that point of the conversation. Most <laughs> well, of that was my fault. I'm sorry. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> if you're new, buckle up. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. <laughs> but but yeah, it's LodgeCon has become exciting for me. I mean, this will be um, my third year going to it, just because it's kind of like because it's so early in the year that it's just kind of like. The beginning of con season, mm-hmm. you know? But, yeah. So, anyway. Um, we've got some things to talk about. And tonight, actually, I want to start with Matt. Um, what happened at the Consumer Electronics Show? Um, so, self-driving cars have had some issues. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they continue to have issues. Um, this time, the self-driving car was <clears throat> Tesla's. And it... Well, I mean, it says killed in the article, but um, it hit a robot during a presentation. <laughs> um, the robot was also unveiled at uh, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, where this presentation was going on. Um, and if you watch the video, the robot was bumped. It wasn't run over. It wasn't hit. Seriously, but you know, of course, you know, the internet blows things out of proportion. Lot. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> there obviously will be an investigation to determine what went wrong, and not only one, why was the robot in the roadway where it wasn't really supposed to be, and two, why did the self-driving car not do what it was supposed to do and not hit the robot? Maybe it was ten points. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, though, it's not it's not just the um, uh, the internet that's blowing out of proportion. I mean, this uh, what is it? Um, Promobot. That's the name of the, mm-hmm. the company. I mean, they're also blowing it out of proportion. They're the ones that put it on Twitter saying that uh, that the uh, the robot was um, it says what the Tesla Model S hitting and killing a guiltless robot <laughs> in Vegas. Your car was under a full self driving mode. <laughs> And then what they went on to say, which I don't, it, the, the grammar it doesn't make sense to me at all. <laughs> but like it says something like, now it neither cannot participate in the event not to be recovered. So, 
Yeah, so they're also the ones being like, hey, um... I think they had an AI write that, and it did it poorly. Yeah, that might be a thing. There's too many robots involved in the story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there are too many robots involved in 2019, like, already. Already? Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I just, I don't, I don't understand, like, how can, like, this robot couldn't have, quote-unquote, escaped. (laughs) Right? There's, there's no way that this wasn't intentional. Maybe not intentional on Tesla's part, but right. definitely intentional on Promobot. You know, I mean, with a name like Promobot, right? Just looking for a headline. It's all set up. <laughs> Promobot. So that's the best you can come up with. Spend all this time building a robot. That's the best you can do. Promobot. They used all their brain power building the robot that's now dead. <laughs> I mean. Boston Dynamic is able to come up with better names for their robots. That's true. And their robots are... Scary. Definitely scary. <laughs> yeah. Well... Still better than Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> Nothing is better than Bodie McBoatface. True. <laughs> I have to decide with Tabitha on this one. But maybe, maybe, you know, Boston Dynamic has both the people, you know, the, the better people to build the robots and the better naming people. You know? They have a better creative team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just all around. All around. So, um, moving on. So, something that, that uh, uh, came out last weekend. Um, Redditor Alexander underscore Q uh, was in the Marvel Studio subreddit. And this has been a thing that we've talked about in the past with... Uh, uh, which, which one was it? Force Awakens? That uh, they were able to... Do an early screening for a terminally ill patient. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. so. And and there's been like a couple others um, since then. Uh, but anyway, so Alexander, uh, he's uh, 33 years old, and uh, he's got this uh, rare disease. It's called a uh, Fanconi anemia, I believe it is what it is. And so it's led him to have uh, three different types of cancers, like liver cancer, mouth cancer, uh, bone marrow failure. Whoa. Um, Originally, he thought he was going to be able to at least make it till April to see Avengers Endgame, mm. and that's probably not happening. Mm. So, the internet is being awesome for once. Um, <laughs> not for once, but it's, it's, it's rare. It's a rare occasion. <laughs> um, and they're rallying together uh, to try to help Alexander be able to see Avengers while he still can. Um, so, the social media campaign, it's uh, hashtag Avengers 4, the number 4. Uh, Alexander, um, and he went on like a couple days after the initial uh, request or whatever, uh, just to say that he had had thousands of messages and comments, um, and then also apparently he knows a guy in Australia who knows a guy who is friends with Chris Hemsworth. So whether or not anything may come of that, um, apparently, apparently somebody you know called you know called him on. Called Chris on his behalf, so Aww. yeah. So, I mean, it's you know, especially if this you know does get pulled off, you know, does happen. I mean, that's a really good story. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then yeah, it's and it's it, but it's heartbreaking though too. Like, like to be that young and have to go through all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's man, three types of cancer. Wow. Yeah. So, um. On that note, since I brought everybody down, sorry guys, um, let's go ahead and start with gut reaction. Um, and 
We're actually going to keep talking about the internet being awesome because it's a rare thing. (laughs) (laughs) So GoFundMe has... uh, Actually, I'm sorry. Tabitha. No, this is me. Never mind. Did you get us confused again? (laughs) I know we look a lot alike. It's the hair. But... (laughs) Um, Full disclosure, like... Even though I knew that this was my story and I was about to start it, I was like, wait, this is a go girl power story. This is totally Tampa's field house. Field house? That's my wheel house? <laughs> field house is for sports. Wheel houses are for things that, you know, I enjoy. Surely <laughs> really hit that one out of the park. Oh, oh there it is. <laughs> Is that the first shame of the year? That's the first shame of the year. And it wasn't Mitch. I don't have the most shame right now. <laughs> That's See, also a rare occurrence. I predict 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So I was, was going to save face and take this whole segment out, but I can't because I would be deleting the first shame of the year. <laughs> Spoiling your life. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is 100 percent my fault. <laughs> I started this. <laughs> so, GoFundMe has teamed with uh, Girls Inc. of Greater Los Angeles for the uh, hashtag um, uh, Captain Marvel Challenge. And basically, what they're doing, they're trying to do uh, something similar to what they did for Black Panther, um, just to basically be able to get. Uh, Tickets for girls to be able to see this movie, which um, the campaign's goal is $10,000. Um, any extra funds are going to go to funding programs for Girls Inc. of Greater Los Angeles, as well as We Have Stories, which is a nonprofit grant and marketing agency uh, supporting um, projects for marginalized communities. Awesome. Cool. Uh, no question for me. Uh, thumbs up. This is awesome. Lydia. Absolutely, thumbs up. Although I do think they need to raise more money because movie tickets are expensive. <laughs> Valid. She's got a point. That's going to be about three tickets. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, you, like you said, I'm surprised this wasn't my story. Um, but yeah, big thumbs up. We need more people and more things like this in the world. Matt. Yeah, absolutely thumbs up. I, you know, I don't have anything else besides what everybody's already said, so yeah. Um, Matt, let's talk about the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. So, Jay and Silent Bob are coming back. I'm super excited about this. I love everything Kevin Smith and Jay and Silent Bob. Um, But it was... um, Kevin Smith posted on um, Twitter and Instagram a picture of himself and uh, Jay Mew's wife, uh, Jordan Monsanto, who will be helping produce um, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. The first day, January 1st, um, he posted the picture of them in pre-pre-production. Um, basically, just that they are getting things off the ground. They're getting things working um, so that they can start filming and everything for more Jay and Silent Bob. Um, I'm 100% behind this. I, Jay and Silent Bob are the best, so thumbs up. I was ready to go thumbs down on this one just because like, I'm not a huge Jay and Silent Bob fan to begin with. And... You know, like, you know, like we talked about multiple times on this show, like another reboot. But reading into it, it's not actually a reboot. It's Jay and Silent Bob making fun of reboots. I can get on board with this. (laughs) I'm still not necessarily going full thumbs up, but I'm going to go thumb sideways. Lydia. 
I'm going to go with them sideways simply because I don't really have a frame of reference. I know of this, but I don't know anything about it. So I'm indifferent. I'm also going thumb sideways. Um, I was not on board for like a hot second, and then I remembered how much I love Kevin Smith. Um, <laughs> but I don't think we need another reboot, but once, same as you, like once I figured out that's not exactly what it is, and I'm, I'm down. But I'm still skeptical. Also, you can't, like, you're never going to top Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. It's just not going to be a thing. Like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> so, uh, Tabitha, let's talk Carmen San Diego. Um, okay. So this looks amazing. I'm very excited. Um, Netflix has finally released a preview for their series, the animated series. It's coming out on January 18th. Go back to the girl power thing again. Um, but the animation of this looks absolutely incredible. And it's almost kind of like Carmen Sandiego for like grownups, but also children. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's basically just Carmen Sandiego's backstory. So before I watched this trailer, I was very thumb sideways, but after this trailer, I am now a very enthusiastic thumbs up. Matt. Um, yeah, just having watched the trailer, um, the kind of, the way that they're doing the backstory and what this like feeds into. And I'm like, there's times where I'm like, you don't always need a backstory. And sometimes I think a backstory is like superfluous. Mm -hmm. um, but in this part, in this case, it works really well. And I think it's going to lend a lot to like those of us that watched the show when we were kids. So I'm going thumbs up. Um, I'm actually kind of opposite of what Tabitha said. Like initially, like when I first heard about it, I was like, Oh cool. They're, they're redoing Carmen Sandiego. Awesome. That's a big part of my childhood. Thumbs up. And then after seeing the trailer and like seeing how like they're, they, they're changing the character enough where mm -hmm. it's like, you know, oh, she still steals things, but she's a good guy now. Like, I don't know. I'm going thumbs up. <laughs> Lydia. Um, I kind of agree with everything you guys said, but I'm going thumbs up. I think this looks really fun. And I, it, like you said, harkens back to like childhood. Mm -hmm. I played the games and loved them and all that fun stuff. So I, I'm curious to see how exactly they're going to go about making her character into what they are. Right. I am still a little sad that the theme song is not a cappella. Let, let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. I I was equal parts mad that it wasn't a cappella, but at the same time, I did catch myself like tapping my foot. That, that, is, a catchy, <laughs> that is a catchy theme song. Yeah, I was kind of like bobbing to it, and I'm like, yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> um, Tabitha, we're going to stick with you and reboots and Care Bears? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Flip side. All right. Care Bears Unlock the Magic uh, has a brand new trailer also. Um, Boomerang Streaming Service has ordered 48 11-minute episodes, two 20-minute, two, I'm sorry, two 22-minute specials, and 20 shorts. Wow. Did you guys watch this trailer? Yeah. Why is Bedtime Bear or British? <laughs> why? Where did that, why did he suddenly go to Britain instead of Cher where... What's the what's the what's the Carolot? Yeah, like is Carolot got like the UK on like the other side? Like what? Why is he British? I don't understand. Um, <laughs> this bothers me. I couldn't stop thinking about it through the whole trailer. That's all I could think about. The only part I like about this is I like the villain, which makes sense. But um, of course, <laughs> right? I think the villain and the aspect of like what they're trying to do on this show looks okay. But I'm also kind of terrified by the animation, and I'm real bitter about this British thing. So I'm going thumb sideways. <laughs> Matt, um, I'm also going thumb sideways because the animation kind of bothers me because mm -hmm. everything. I understand that, like times change, styles change, this and that, 
but not everything has to be the like the Steven Universe gumball mm-hmm. type of look to it. And like all of the Care Bears are just round. None of them actually look fluffy, which is what Care Bears are supposed to be. So that really just bothers me. So I'm, I'm going thumb sideways on that. Like that alone. Um, <laughs> he doesn't like that they're round. <laughs> I didn't even notice the fact that Bedtime Bear was British. Oh my god, <laughs> wow! What I got was like, okay, Bedtime Bear should be sleepy. Why is he like wide awake? Why does he have like 12 cups of coffee? He goes to sleep at the end. He's like, oh, I've been talking for a while. I guess it's bedtime. But he is like Bedtime Bear, like classic Bedtime Bear had like the half like open eyes. Even my stuffed Bedtime Bear had like, you know, AKA like, Stone Bear. He, he looked super high. Like, like you said, this new Bedtime yeah. Bear has had a lot of Starbucks today. Yeah. <laughs> um, I... I agree with you. Not every cartoon needs to have that kind of animation, mm. but it that that didn't bother me about this. Mm. Um, everything else about this trailer bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, I watched the trailer first, and then I read the article that you shared with us, mm-hmm. And the article that you shared with us um, was talking about how, oh man, this was so such. This was the funniest trailer ever. Blah blah blah. Like, I didn't laugh once. No. Yeah. I no. think I'm, I laughed. The only reason I liked the villain is because he was making like like villain puns. And I appreciated those, <laughs> like a good villain pun. But other than that, I was not so. Um, yeah, I'm going. I'm going thumbs down on this one. I don't need it. Um, Lydia. Yeah. Also, thumbs down. I didn't watch the trailer, but I just looked at the picture. I agree. It does like it's very 2D, and that's become a problem with a lot of cartoons lately. Is it's just very flat. Plus, I'm not a huge K-Bear person anyway. So why do we need that many things? Yeah, that's so like, many episodes. 48, well, 11 minute things. And a lot of content. That's so much. Or is it 24 episodes of... You know, you remember how like Rugrats yeah. used well, yeah. to like divide it, yeah. you know, like... Two episodes yeah. in, a, in a show. show. Yeah. Which that's okay. kind of what that boils yeah. down to, but... That would make more sense, I guess. But still, that's still a lot of content. Well, but you're also talking streaming service. Right. Which a streaming service are not going to air them the way that they do on TV, which is commercials in the middle, two 11-minute episodes make up a half hour. Right. So, I don't know. Do you mean to write I, a strongly lettered word to boomerang? Be like, excuse me, I need, I have questions. I mean, it'll just come back to you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't take long. Um, if I didn't say thumbs down, by the way, <sighs> thumbs down, the midge. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Matt got the first shame of the year, so I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> didn't take you long to catch up, though. No, well, you said ten minutes, and I, I wonder. I, I'm getting um, it, was, watch, <laughs> it was probably about ten minutes. <laughs> so, good lord. Um. So. Earlier this week on Twitter, uh, Pottermore gave out a fun fact um, <laughs> saying Hogwarts didn't always have bathrooms. Before adopting muggle plumbing methods in the 18th century, wizards and witches and wizards simply relieved themselves wherever they stood and banished the evidence. <laughs> I know that you know this came from Pottermore, so it wasn't necessarily J.K. Rowling. But the people behind Harry Potter need to stop giving these random, like... Retcons? Yeah, like, that, especially something like this. I mean, this shit's all over your fan base. Thumbs down. (laughs) I hate you so much. (laughs) 
that count too? It does. Good. Because <laughs> I want to do you in one. So there we go. No, it doesn't. I'll let him just have one. Aww. I'll give him another one later. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> I'm already in the lead. It's okay. Back in my rightful place. He just couldn't stand the beat. He couldn't, he, can't, he couldn't handle it. He couldn't be tied. Uh. Too much pressure. <laughs> anyway. I agree. This is not information that we needed. Plus, there are so many issues with this, despite the fact that you just have people relieving themselves or whatever. What about the students that haven't been taught the vanishing spell yet? What do uh, they do? True. Or like... It, mm, and also, where does it go? Mm, the, the remove requirement. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Whether it's J.K. Rowling or Pottermore, stop retconning Harry Potter to death. Mm -hmm. Just let it be. Leave Harry Potter alone. Or if you're, and I'm not saying like this specifically because I don't want to see this, but if you're going to say something like that, then, you know, like have it create some kind of new material that does reference this retcon that you're Mm. giving us, you know? Yeah. But anyway, I digress. So, um,. Uh, DC's, uh, adult imprint Vertigo is, um, uh, coming out with a new book. It's called Second Coming, um, starring none other than Jesus Christ. Um, it's gonna... It's really hard for me not to follow that with Superstar. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna, uh, it's from writer Mark Russell and artist Richard Pace. Um, it's most likely going to be a satire. Um, <clears throat> of course. <laughs> It's a it centers around Christ, uh, in which uh, he re- comes back to Earth and then uh, starts rooming with a Superman-like character called uh, Sunman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Sun, okay, Sun yeah. like S O N or S U N? S U N. Okay, Hyphen. that's less funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're really just the same person. Um, I'm going thumb sideways on this. Um. I would like I would be interested in reading it, but what worries me is all the people who don't even read comic books who are going to be like offended. Offended, like mm-hmm. yeah. So thumb sideways just because I don't want to hear that. Lydia. <laughs> yeah, thumb sideways. I I don't get this. Like for one thing, I'm I'm not super religious, but for the people that are, well like wouldn't this be considered sacrilegious bringing him into a comic book? Depends on how you do it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, they make the the comic Bibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. I sounds kind of strange too. But I yeah. guess whatever way you can get people to, if it's attention. if yeah. it's done tastefully, yeah. Which I mean, you know, and, and this article, and I didn't read all of it, but I mean, like this article also like talked about how DC has dealt with um, dealt with Jesus in the past. You know, like and Grant Morrison popped up a few times, but um, but yeah, like it's. It can be done, and I think that they could do it that way. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be blasphemous by any means, but... I I do have one question, though. Does this sun man or whatever move into his apartment on the third day? (laughs) Jesus puns. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 
Uh, Tampa. I'm going thumb sideways um, because... One of my favorite books of all time is a book called Lamb by Christopher Moore, which is Lamb told Jesus' story told by his childhood best friend, Biff. <laughs> and so for some reason, this makes me think of that. So it makes me want to give it a shot. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of really on the fence about this because, I mean, satire. And I, I mean, immediately think Buddy Christ. Um, so, like, I'm not sure where to go with this. So I'm going to go thumb sideways. So, um, moving from Jesus to Satan, let's talk Golden Globes. One extreme to the other. Yeah, top to bottom. Um, So... (laughs) (laughs) So there was... Everybody makes acceptance speeches when you win awards, right? You normally thank the people that had to do with the movie. Christian Bale decided to, quote... Thank you, Satan. Thank you to Satan for giving me inspiration. End quote. Uh, what? I don't. I don't understand it. Um, but then the Church of Satan decided to reply back to uh, Christian Bale's statement. Um, to us, Satan is a symbol of pride, liberty, and individualism, and it serves as an external metaphorical projection of our highest personal potential. As Mr. Bale's own talent and skill won him the award, this is fitting. Hail Christian, hail Satan. I, I, I don't even know what to make of this. Just seems so bizarre. I, I don't know. I am gonna go. I'm gonna go thumbs down just because I don't get it. Like I don't. <clears throat> what's the point? Unless you're just trying to maybe like, he meant Satan. Get a uh, <laughs> get a headline. I, no. Um. I, yeah, I think he was absolutely just saying this to um, push buttons. Uh, yeah, to push mm-hmm. buttons. Because I mean, I mean, clearly he's talking about you know by Satan he means Dick Cheney. That's that's obviously what he means, <laughs> or at least that's how I took it. Um, Same thing, <laughs> basically. Um. But yeah, like I don't know. Um. It's it's interesting to to use your acceptance speech to uh, to push buttons, and I mean, and I and I saw that speech, and I was like, you know, there were plenty of other things that he could have said. There were plenty of other moments, like I, I always forget that he actually talks like that. Um, <laughs> you always forget he's British until he's British, right? <laughs> Much like bedtime bear. <laughs> Christian Bale is bedtime bear confirmed, um, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know, and, and I I think it's a shame that that sentence was the whole takeaway of that mm-hmm. speech, so I'm going thumbs down for that. Uh, Lydia? Yeah, thumbs down. I feel like it's probably just something that he did just to get attention more than anything else. Definitely. First, I hadn't thought about or heard of the Church of Satan in since, like, the 80s. And <laughs> the, all of a sudden, all of a sudden the last, like, m- two months, three months, it's just been Church of Satan all the time, all day, every day. I don't know where it's, it's, I'm not enjoying it. Um, (laughs) But I mean, I do, I think he was just trying to push buttons and everybody always gets up there and, you know, thanks God and thanks whatever. And it's Christian Bale and he was probably just being his weird, very strange self. So thumbs up to Christian Bale for getting on the stage in front of a platform like that and doing whatever the hell you want. Hell pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, You know, we, we try not to talk about politics, but our last one for, uh, our last story for gut reaction. Um, so, and I apologize if I'm going to mispronounce her last name. 
but um, Representative Rashida Talib. 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 Okay. Um, so she, um, sh- just shortly after being sworn in as a member, a uh, new member of Congress, uh, she told the crowd supporters that we are going to go in and impeach the mother effort. Um, she didn't say mother effort. She actually, you know, said the whole word. Um, <laughs> and a lot of people were up in arms. The, you know, the president himself said that, uh, she, uh, she dishonored the country and her family by using such language. I digress. Um, somebody who endorsed her uh, using that kind of language was none other than Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yes, yes. And shocking. <laughs> um, he sent out a tweet uh, praising her and you know her uh, her use of that. I'm not going to read it because I would have to bleep myself too many times. But um, because Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> right? But uh, but yeah, uh, thumbs up because it's Samuel L. Jackson and there's nobody else. Uh, live who can uh, give give somebody permission to use that word better than he can. So uh, <laughs> I love everything about this. Thumbs up. Damn. Thumbs up. Dishonored her family. What is this? Game of Thrones. <laughs> I was thinking Mulan. And I haven't even seen Mulan. <laughs> Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your cow. I never saw the movie. Are you surprised? No, I just want to know how you were thinking about Mulan when you've never seen Mulan. I... <laughs> Matt. <laughs> um, thumbs up to her and to Sam Jackson for, I mean, being, Sam Jackson. Your, being <laughs> Sam Jackson. Exactly. That, you know. So, um, we are going to switch gears and go from one uh, um, segment of the show to another, and we're going to go to Tabitha and the Lynn Manuel Miranda News Desk. Uh-huh. There it is. There's my music. I was about to complain that I didn't have music and you gave me some. All right. So as we all know, Lin-Manuel Miranda is completely perfect and wonderful. Of course. And three of his Hamilton collaborators and himself have now purchased Drama Bookshop in New York City, which sells scripts, sheet music, stage materials. Um, The store and its 84-year-old owner have been struggling to stay alive in the real estate market in Times Square. Because, I mean, remember how much... (laughs) (laughs) I know. I did that on purpose. So I would get that reaction. (laughs) Oh, I didn't see it. It was behind me. Oh, yeah. It was so great. Damn. I missed it. I'm so upset. Well, remember how we were talking about FAO Schwartz and how much they had to pay for their Mm. their space or whatever? Like, they are not... They're not doing a good job. Um... I know, I did that on purpose. I'm a horrible person. Um, I have to balance out how wonderful Lynn Mountain Well Miranda is by being slightly more terrible than normal, just so you guys know. Um, they were being, the store was being forced to move from its original location, and he and three of the other guys that worked with him on Hamilton stepped up and essentially bought the store and have now made it their goal to move them into Midtown, which where the rent will be much less expensive, mm. and they're doing basically everything. To get them there. Um, the store is closing on January 20th, but will reopen in the fall in its new location. That's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saving New York City landmarks one Lynn Lin- <laughs> Manuel Miranda at a time. By the way, saw Mary Poppins Returns. How many times did you cry? That many. Four. four. <laughs> I cried four times, but I also smiled the entire time. <laughs> it was wonderful. 
podcast. Best thing I've ever seen. I can't stop listening to the soundtrack. Nice. Highly recommend. Nice. Yeah, I, I really want to see that movie, and I was going to see that during our break, but just I never got around to it. Worth it's it. really yeah. worth seeing. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. But, um, Tabitha, let's stick with you, and we've got a couple Game of Thrones related things. We do have a couple of Game of Thrones related things. Um, we actually have a director for the new Game of Thrones prequel show that's coming out. Um, S.J. Clarkson from Jessica Jones will be directing the Game of Thrones sequel. And she's also supposed to be doing that Star Trek 4, but no details. Which Star Trek 4 is not dead. a thing. Yeah. It's not a no. thing anymore? Yeah. Might be dead. Might be dead? Yeah. yeah. That, that, that actually came out, what, today, I think? Today or yesterday? Like late last night or yeah. this morning. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess she had a backup plan. Um... <laughs> Good for her. Right? Um, so we had some cast members announced not long ago with Naomi Watts, things like that. But we have more cast members as well. Uh, Naomi Aki from Star Wars Episode Four. Um, Jamie Campbell Bauer, um, who was in Twilight and Sweeney Todd. Um, one of my favorite actresses from Harlots, the TV show Sheila Adam. And then the only other thing that I noticed on here is Georgie Henley, the girl who played Lucy in the... Uh, Chronicles of Narnia movies. Oh. It's also been announced. And then additionally, in Game of Thrones news, during the Golden Globes, HBO released a promo for their television shows. And in it was a, season, a, a shot from the final season of Game of Thrones where Sansa is essentially giving Daenerys Winterfell... Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I don't... I, I, um, no, no, thank you. But I'm assuming it's one of those like teaser drops where they're just really messing with my emotions because they're all monsters. Um, but we got a little bit more. They're being really, really, really careful about not spoiling this season. So I'm kind of proud of Game of, or kind of proud of HBO. But I mean, was that a bad thing for them in the past? Did, the, did HBO like spoil? No, but it's like. This is under, like, serious lock and key because it's the final season. And this is where, like, everything comes down. And we don't have books anymore. So we've been off book script for two seasons now. And, like, this final season is just all new materials. Maybe he's waiting for this season to come out to give him inspiration to write the last book. Maybe the last book will be based off of the last season. I mean, I'm assuming that's what they're going to Like, I'm assuming Winds of Winter at this point is just going to be like a... Like a Rehashing? It's yeah. Like a, like a novelization. novelization. Yeah. That, that's what I was looking for. Like a novelization. That'd be a cheap move. But he said that they're off book so that they wouldn't be. Yeah, but they're, they were on book for so many seasons and they were like we'll just be over here and he's like oh i'll go this way like i really don't think that he's gonna like are we really gonna get like a tv show ending and then a book ending he's not that creative he's helped with the tv show that's where all but his creativity is but how is he gonna pull the books back to the shows if they're so far apart as like where they are now i mean <clears throat> i mean it's gonna take a huge I, I know but that's gonna take a huge left turn for everything he's set up in the books I mean, it followed until that last season, though. We followed until the last season that matched the book. And now, because there's oh, no books. Oh, now book, there's no books? Everything's gone off book? Yes. A lot of books. <laughs> so many off books. books. Thank God we're not playing a drinking game. Right? No. <laughs> yeah. Take a shot every time someone says book. I'm drunk in four minutes. But yeah, it's... I didn't, I didn't need this little snippet, and now I'm kind of irritated by it. So <laughs> thanks, HBO. <laughs> 
So, um, moving on to something else that Tabitha's probably going to be irritated by. Uh, Matt, let's talk about I meant the story. Nothing. Tabitha's going to be irritated by colon uh, Matt. <laughs> let's, let's talk about this new Barbie movie. I really want to pretend that this isn't going to happen. Oh. Like, I really just do. Um, so, Warner Brothers is finishing up getting the rights for the <clears throat> film adaptation of Barbie. Of um, yeah, well, it gets worse because Margot Robbie is now going to be cast in the role of Barbie, <clears throat> according why? to Variety. Because... Probably because she's um, co-producing. And her last name rhymes with Barbie. It does. Robbie? Not really. Barbie? Well, well vowels that. are different. That's not how rhyming works. <laughs> That's not even a slant rhyme. Turns out I'm not the one irritated by Matt at Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist! <laughs> she more sounds like Matt is irritated by me. <laughs> I think both are accurate. <laughs> I'm, I'm irritated with Margot Robbie and this whole idea. And the fact that I'm even bothering to talk about it. So I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all you get. That's it. I just... I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess it makes sense in the grand scheme of things. Like when we've had so many other movies based off of toys. So wait, is this live action? It mm-hmm. is. Oh no, why? Yeah. Didn't we already do this with Tyra Banks? Yeah, life says. Yeah, girl. We already did this. We don't need this. Go away, Margot Robbie. So we have a good movie about a doll coming to life. We don't need another. But, I mean, and granted, I don't know because I don't really know anything about this movie. But, like, I'm wondering, like, is it going to be like that? Or is it just going to be, like... In Barbie's world. Wrapped in plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush your hair. But... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to go with yeah. the slide that. Before, <laughs> before we do the whole song. Right. Before I ask Sad. someone to undress me everywhere. <laughs> and before before we get a uh, copyright claim from Aqua, <laughs> let's, let's not continue on. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, what if this is just like, this is, you know, like, she's not, she's not a doll that comes to life. She's just Barbie. Does that does that make it any better? No, no. That almost makes it worse. Right? Yeah, because <clears throat> we have about seven gamillion Barbie movies. But like how many animated? live action? Probably none. But there's a reason for that. Yeah, it's <laughs> a bad idea. Okay. <laughs> Dear Hollywood, stop. On the list of things that we don't need, this is really close to the top. I thought you were just gonna say Margaret Robbie. <laughs> so, um. Tabitha, let's talk about uh, the new J.R.R. Tolkien uh, exhibition. <coughs> I hate that I don't live in New York. Um, new York's Morgan Library is hosting the exhibition uh, Tolkien Maker of Middle-Earth from January 25th to May 12th. Uh, the exhibition draws from the collections of the Tolkien Archives at Bottling Library in Oxford, uh, Marquette University Library in Milwaukee. Why they have this is Tolkien the, stuff. the most... I don't understand, but whatever. Um, the Morgan and People's Private Collections. Um, it will include family photos, memorabilia, original illustrations, maps, as well as the draft manuscripts. And it's going to also include the original illustrations of Smaug. I know. How do I get to New York? Typically a plane, a car, or a bus. 
I'm worried about or, the financial obligations required. Or a train. <clears throat> okay, you can do a plane, train, or automobile. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be there around Thanksgiving or Christmas, so. <laughs> Fair enough. I hate you both. <laughs> Let's get a ride from the shower curtain, fella. Oh, my God. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch's prediction of being annoyed with Matt is true. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't but take long. <laughs> I want, I want to see this. Also, I have a question about the Marquette University one. Like, is that something that they have, and they're like lending? Like, why the Marquette University in Milwaukee, and then Oxford? Don't worry, Oxford has it, and also the and University in Milwaukee. Also, I'm never going back to Wisconsin, but it might, <laughs> might be worth. Afraid you're going to lose another organ. Yes, and bad luck there. Dropping organs. Oh, <laughs> fresh out of fresh out of organs. Um, I want to see this. It yeah. I mean, even as somebody who like I, I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan, but like still like if if this were closer, yeah, mm-hmm. I think I would go just for the the history of it. Well, someone had posted something because the I follow the Morgan Library on social media. And sometimes when they have exhibitions, like toward the end of them, they will post like a virtual tour on their oh, website, no. but you have to pay for it. But you make like a donation mm. and then you're allowed to take the virtual tour. Um, they did that with, um, I don't even remember, something not that long ago where you could like log in. Um, you set up an account, you make a donation to the library. Uh, I think there's a marker, like, mm. and you, the more you donate, the more access you get to the collection. But it's basically like a 3D virtual tour of the collection. So there's a solid possibility I do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even by donating a lot of money, it still wouldn't be, mm-hmm. it'd still be less than traveling. Going to New York. Yeah. yeah. True. So, um, all right. So, Going back to DC a little bit, so they announced that they are teaming up with Comixology um, Unlimited, Kindle Unlimited, and Prime Reading um, to give DC content on that service, Mm -hmm. which um, they've been kind of the last big um, comic book uh, um, publisher. Thank you. (laughs) Having a day. (laughs) (laughs) The last big publisher... To uh, to team with them. I mean, we've um, it's they've already had uh, Marvel, IDW, Dark Horse, Boom, Dynamite. Uh, list goes on and on. But um, but yeah, so you can um, so certain uh, certain DC and Vertigo titles are available on Amazon's comic book subscription services, no extra cost. Um, and then also that's right now that's including titles like All Star Superman, Batman: The Dark Knight Returns, The Sandman, Preacher, and Watchmen. Um, and then, yeah, so. That's cool. Yeah. Nothing really else to add to it. But, yeah, it's yeah. there. It's available. Right. Yeah, it's neat. So, all right. So, next thing that we're going to talk about, like, I, this is an interesting story just because of the impl- implications that it could have. So, um, Matthew Herrick, who is from New York, um, basically his ex-boyfriend harassed him via the dating app grinder so what had happened was um so his 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 ex used fake profiles on the app to impersonate him and send people send send other guys to his house and to his restaurant um asking for sex sometimes more than 12 times a day 
yeah. the heck? Yeah. Um, Herrick, uh, he filed 14 police reports, and now he's also suing Grinder because of this. Now, the re- it, this gets kind of tricky because it goes into... Um, let's see, where is it? Um, there's a, there was a law in the, uh, in 1996, it, it's designed to foster free speech online. So it protects companies from liability of this. But Herrick and his, um, his lawyer's argument is basically just that, well, this is more akin to, you know, a toaster being faulty mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, it's it's There's a, a fault pro- algorithm. It's a problem mm-hmm. with the with the product mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if and I don't know, it's it's interesting because, like, for me, like, I completely see Herrick's side, and he does have a valid case. Mm-hmm. At the same time, this could this would you know if, if the courts were to rule in his favor, it wouldn't just change Grinder. Mm-hmm. That could potentially change the internet as we know it. Mm-hmm. For good or bad, and that's kind of and that's kind of my question. Like, what you know, what kind of implications could this have going forward with other websites? Oh. This you know, this would impact Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, you know, anything. The like idea that there's this, it's, it's you're right though. It is a pro- it's a problem with their algorithm and their security and their system because if you're able to create. I mean, obviously, you can create fake profiles on anything, any any social media service. You're going to have people with fake profiles, but to the point where it's putting someone else in physical danger. And I mean, stalking is illegal in all fifty states. Like that is you're you're bordering on like that internet bullying stalking law because your website is faulty. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. I don't know. Like I'm, this is definitely it's a case that I'm interested to see more of. Just because, again, like I, I want to see how, um, how they do like end up ruling in it because right. the the law, you know, on the books, the the way the law is right now, it's like, sorry about it, it's not, right. it's not the company's fault, mm-hmm. which I can understand that. I mean, you know, like you can't. How different is it from you know with with this situation than like a gun manufacturer being responsible for somebody murdering somebody right. with their gun. They right. can't be. Yeah. Yeah, that's a slippery slope. Yeah. Cuz I mean, as far as programming wise, that, I mean, that's why you do <clears throat> in-house testing. That's why you do beta testing. That's why you have bug reports so that things like that are able to get patched and fixed. So that you don't end up in situations like whether your users or like your company Mm -hmm. don't get into these programming loopholes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, sadly, it'll take the same thing the stocking laws took to get put into place. Someone will end up dead and then they'll do something about it. But it'll take it'll take something happening. Right. For, you know. Or like the, once again, the bullying laws, once again, something that took someone to die for them to actually take it seriously. Right. Which is sad that that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. So, um, moving on. Um, so, the last part of 2018 was kind of taken up by Bird Box. 
I still haven't seen it. I kind of want to, but yeah, I'm not worth it. I'm less well. I'm reading the book because I want to read the book before I watch the movie. And with all the memes, feel like need to watch the movie at some point so I get some idea of what these memes are all about. Not completely lost in the dark. (laughs) Going to this blindfolded. Um, We're tied. (laughs) You're welcome. I just didn't want me on the same level as him anymore. It's really (laughs) fun. I am winning. (laughs) You and Pickett. Yeah. You Pickett and Patrick tied for first. So I have seen it, and it it was an okay movie, but it left a lot of stuff unexplained. And I'm curious; you'll have to let me know how the book goes if it I explains don't think better. It's I don't think it's anymore. going to. No, because the book but... at this point is one of those that's going to kill you with vagarities. Ugh. It's like, ugh, like movies, books. Like I can't be. There's no tension. There's no suspense for me if I don't have any clue what it is that's chasing after me or the characters. Mm-hmm. If you're too vague, there's no sense of danger because I don't have any idea what it is that's after, you know, the main character. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at right now with Bird Box with the book. And I'm almost, I'm over a third of the way through it. So I'm worried that the movie is going to be in a very similar fashion. Gotcha. It, it is. Mm. So um, something that has kind of spun out of the movie is something that um, our favorite YouTuber Jake Paul has done. Oh, God. He put out a video. It's called the U- or the 24-Hour Bird Box Blindfold Challenge, where he drives a car, disrupts a library, walks into traffic, harasses a restaurant full of people, all while blindfolded. A la Bird Box. He has uh, violated YouTube's policy on harmful and dangerous content. Again, Again, surprise. Right. Rightfully so. (laughs) So much so um, that Netflix Netflix put out something on Twitter. They said, um, can't believe I have to say this, but, and then in all caps, please do not hurt yourself with this Bird Box challenge. We don't know how it started, and we appreciate the love, but boy and girl have just one wish for 2019, and that is for you to not end up in the hospital due to memes. Also, I don't like how Netflix was like, used this like super serious tweet, and then ended up being kind of cutesy and corporate, and you know, like... Matt's officially done. He's got beef with the boy and girl thing. I have a big beef with that in the book. And if that's in the movie, too, it's going to be even worse. That's what they call them. God, just give them friggin' names! How unoriginal. Sorry. As a writer, spend enough time to figure out a name for your stupid characters before you stupidly kill them. So... Two. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> You're all right. Thank you. <laughs> so, two. Uh, two. Paul's credit, kind of, sort of, not it's really. Never said no. No. Yeah. Never said There is a tiny disclaimer at the beginning of the video that says, "Do not try this at home." See disclaimer in description, and then in the description, it and it's only on the video for like a, a half second, and then the description it does go into a little bit more detail. Um, he also did 
verbally say in the video to not do this at home, but come on. People are idiots, and people are going to do this at home. Mm. I hate that we live in a society where people look to Jake Paul to know what to do. Right. That makes my heart hurt. So, um, I'm sad that he still has a platform to stand on. <laughs> he doesn't. They tried to run him over with a car, and it didn't work. So at That's least... the most disappointing part about this. Yeah. <laughs> that he, that he <laughs> that didn't he, die? That he didn't die doing this. Wow. <laughs> hey, he made those jokes, I can make them right back. I mean, fair enough. Fair it's enough. fair, but this man, I don't even want to call him man, this child needs to stop being an idiot Get off social media of any kind and just stop. Yeah. So, um, at least we can take solace in the fact that because this was age restricted, he can't monetize this video. So, joy. Good. Um, I think that said, we all need a palate cleanser after this story. <laughs> and so I've saved this story for last on purpose. Tabitha, let's talk about Disneyland Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I have officially watched this like too many times. Counted ten or eleven times. How many times uh, did you cry? The first two, and I almost cried the last time when I watched it before I had it over here. Um, <laughs> guys, did you watch this? I did. This is the cutest thing I've literally ever seen. So Disneyland Paris put out a new commercial, like a promo commercial. And it's a baby duckling, and he's in a park, and he comes across a Donald Duck comic book. And he's like, ooh, a duck. And he starts, like, taking on, like, the poses of Donald Duck, and he's, like, turning the pages and stuff. And then his family's like, come on, bro, like, we gotta we gotta fly. And he's like, oh, but I want to take my comic book. And he tries to fly away with the comic book, and it rips and it falls in the water, oh, no. and the music is just so sad. And he's looking at it like, no. And then they fly away, and they end up, like, huddled down for the night or whatever, and then they wake up the next morning, and he's like oh, I'm somewhere warm and happy. And he waddles out and there's, he's in Disneyland Paris and there's Donald Duck and he like runs up to him and he hugs his leg. And it's the cutest thing I've literally ever seen. Like, <laughs> I don't have, any, I don't, it gives me emotions I don't have. <laughs> it's the greatest thing I've ever seen and I don't even like Donald Duck. <laughs> it's, it's a well-done commercial. Mm. Oh, it's so good. And it's so cute, but it's so timeless and mm. so, like, happy-sad. Like, it's that good happy-sad, but you're like, I'm having feelings, but I'm smiling about it. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah. But I was also really impressed that they were able to get that duck to do all those motions. Ain't you. <laughs> <sighs> but you still love that duck, though, right? I do. I love that duck so much. <laughs> I'm definitely going to watch that again before That's I go to bed. <laughs> Just the description of it sounds so, so yeah, cute. You've got to watch it. You'll love it. Yeah. You really will. It's, it's a minute and a half of your time that's well spent. Yeah. yeah. Or a lot of minutes, lot of minutes in this case. In my case. Well, true. <laughs> Priorities, guys. <laughs> I could have either been working or watching a trailer. Let me think I wanted to do math. No one wants to do math. <laughs> sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's watch ducks. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Ducks over math. <laughs> There's your title for this. <laughs> ducks over math. I like ducks it. Ducks greater than yes. math. Because it's in a math pun, too. You're welcome. <laughs> Guys, you can't give away all the secrets. <laughs> I'm good at Editing. that. Editing. <laughs> so, 
So that is all the time that we have for this episode of The Geek Awakens. Uh, we'll be back next week, but in the meantime, check us out on Facebook and Twitter, we'll, where we'll be posting news throughout the week. Why do I always get stuck on that? Do you notice that? Uh-huh. Have you ever noticed the end? It's yeah. the two W's. You mean yeah. the word. Like, you need to do I need to fix that. Uh-huh. You need to rewrite that. <laughs> oh well, that's rude. <laughs> I, I was hoping we were going to end this episode with you ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of aiming for one there, but it wasn't quite, quite wasn't, bad enough. Don't you hate it when that happens? I kind of do. <laughs> I know, like, I know. I when stick my neck out there and then nothing happens. See, the thing <laughs> is, is, I know when you're both doing it. <laughs> <laughs> your, your tell is that you look away from me and you won't look anywhere near me when you do it. This yeah. one looks directly at me like, mm. it's funny, isn't it? Because I'm going to get a shame. Sometimes when you don't get shames, when you're trying for them. We've been doing this a while, y'all. I figured you out. <laughs> change up the tell. Exactly. exactly. You can change strategies. <laughs> Doesn't look at me, looks at me. Like, uh-huh. Every <laughs> time. Yeah. Side eyes me, doesn't look at me. <laughs> Mitch is like, oh, what's over there? <laughs> I'm just gonna be staring at you the entire time. No, don't do that. <laughs> I'll be uncomfortable. <laughs> <So>. Harassment. <laughs> right, I'll have to call HR. That sounds like a lot of work. We don't have an HR. I'm assuming Pickett is HR. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Why he gets to be called producer. So, wow. I've, I've completely ruined this. So, <laughs> while, you're, while you're on Facebook and Twitter, where we'll be. Where, where we will be. We're done, guys. <laughs> so, uh, be sure to listen to 217radio.com for the best music of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Uh, from all of us at Geek Awakens, thanks for listening, and we hope to be back next week. Everybody, please, for the love of God, say bye. Bye! bye. <laughs>